0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success, the podcast designed to inspire you and give you actionable information to enhance, up-level, reimagine, and reinvent your life and your livelihood. No matter where you started, where you are now, or where you've been, you too can lead an authentic, first-class life each week new stories of turning points and transformation will help you define what success means to you so you can live your best life on your terms now here's your host first class life mentor and certified profiting from your passions coach kate Bessler. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler, and my guest this week is Jacqueline Pertol. Jacqueline, also known as Freaky Healer, has been leading life-changing workshops, talks, and private sessions since 2006. Her passion for happiness shines through in all of her work as an accomplished energy healer, mindfulness happiness coach, and author of 365 Days of Happiness. Jacqueline spent every day of 2017 devoted to her own happiness. She wrote every single day about the things she did to honor her joy and used those writings to create this 365-day step-by-step guide. Jacqueline's professional background is in health, wellness, holistic medicine, energy healing, law of attraction, and happiness. She holds international wellness degrees and is internationally certified as a Reiki master. Her passion for sprinkling happiness and being high for life shines through in all of her work. She has helped hundreds of clients shift into a high-for-life frequency where they can reach happiness anywhere at any time. Jacqueline was born in Switzerland and now makes her home in the United States. Welcome, Jacqueline.
1: Thank you, Kate. I'm really excited to be here with you. What an introduction. Woo! I feel good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me start by saying I love this book, but we're going to get to that a bit later. Thank you. First, let's start at the beginning. Were you drawn to health and wellness at an early age?
1: Yeah, very, very early age. It's just when I was when I was little, I didn't really understand it yet. It was kind of like I just always was drawn to creating my own little happiness world inside of me. And um, you know, later then through life, I just realized that that's actually my passion. It's kind of, it's really who I am. I'm meant for this. So
0: did you ever have a corporate job, or did you go straight into entrepreneurship?
1: No, no, no. I did. Uh, I, I uh, have degrees in corporate style work and um, in different, you know, different ways and I only then later in life after I had my children (laughs) and uh, decided that I rather would like to do one thing a hundred percent which would be being a mom first I kind of part-time work then have kids and it just didn't work for me I just wanted to be the mom I wanted to be was really a hundred percent be available for my children And through that, then, of course, I did have a very good amount of time once in a while uh, where I then um, discovered that I really want to work with people, help people, and do this on my own.
0: You grew up in Switzerland, which is a pretty nice place to be, I think. When did you come to the United States and what brought you here?
1: Well, yeah, Switzerland is very, very pretty. And I I'm was born there, raised there. And when I was 26 years old, I met my husband. And he just so happened to be American. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, what are you going to do, right? So we just uh, picked um, America because it was simpler for me to come um, over to America and to start our life together. And that's kind of how it happened. But in the meantime, we then we're like movers we move all the time and uh, these fun and really amazing opportunities come our way and then we just see if it's fitting for our family so we also lived then uh, for a few years in switzerland because my husband wanted to kind of live there and see where i'm from because it's a different mentality right so mm-hmm. we understand each other better and i really appreciated that thought and so that's what we did and then we came back to America and we lived in Italy for four years and we lived in Seattle and um in New York and in California <laughs> and uh, yeah so we're kind of like all over everywhere but yeah originally I mean I'm really still Swiss inside I mean yes a little bit mixed with other countries but I'm still deep Swiss inside of me so <laughs> yeah
0: so did you bring your kids with you to all those places that you moved?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. We did. And we always make sure, though, that it's fine for the kids. So, you know, when they were younger, it was um, obviously it was fine for them. They liked the adventure, too. I always say we created children of the world, right? Forget the children with roots. We just created these open, thoughtful, uh, young people that just love the world, right? They never say where where, where they're from. is. It's the world, right, everywhere. So... But uh, yeah, we always took them. And then when they, you know, now they're young adults. So when we do a move or when we did the move even to Italy, when they were a little older, we asked them if they would want to do that. So we were always clear that if one does not want to do it or it will be not right for them, we would not do it. And somehow it just always fit. So
0: I think that's wonderful. I think it's fantastic that they have that broad view of the world.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like it really is. We 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 created children of the world with world views and world hearts, right? Their hearts are wide open and they're not scared of anything. They know who they are and it's I mean, I'm impressed, right? Then again, you know, I'm biased, they're my kids, right? So <laughs> no, but I, I really I've I'm I'm always in awe of who they are and I always saw that you know the kids come into the world choosing us and i always took that view and that belief of that they're our teachers and that kind of came with the way we moved around. That we didn't just go; we always included them, and and we listened to what they said. And they had some really smart reasons and thoughts about this. That my husband and I look at each other, we're like, "Wow, we didn't even think of that smart stuff, right?" So, <laughs> yeah. So it's fun; it's really fun.
0: You have a background in holistic medicine. Tell me about that. What does that mean?
1: Yeah. Well. um in, it does not exist in America that degree. Let me just tell you that in Switzerland it does. It's a four-year degree, and it's called Drogistin. Uh, and it's um, it's a four-year intense degree in pretty much anything. It's about the you know the body, plants. It's about homeopathy. It's about herbs. It's about energy work. It's about prenatal. It's about so it's like this all-round education education of wellness and that's my that's my big um background degree when i was right after school what i did and then i did the international reiki master disc- degree i did that and then i did um little uh self study courses here and there with a uh, different really good masters in you know energy healing and i mean i've been I've been doing it since I've been little. It's just when I was little, I didn't really know what this all is, right? That gift that I have to help people like that. And then I just got deeper and deeper into it. And so, yeah.
0: Tell me more about Reiki. I know a bit about it, but how does that
1: work? Well, to me, Reiki is more like a basis for me like what the work I do is uh, way different I always say like it's like my own style of healing energy healing but Reiki is a basis of it and it's all based on energy healing and um you 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 uh, well in in a traditional Reiki, you heal when people um are like on a massage table and they come and then you let the energy go flow through you and the healing and you heal on an energy level and but my work is um is really. Yeah, it changed a lot. Like my work, like with the book, for instance. That's energy healing because every to me, everything is energy, right? The book is energy, words are energy, thoughts are energy, you and I are energy. We're all exchanging energy with each other, right? And we're all connected. So, the book I wrote, it really flowed through me. These words and um, is an amazing energy healing tool because it cleanses your energy and it gets you mindfully set for happiness and then I also uh, when I work with clients we sometimes we speak because I just um I I just know what what they like I have this knack to explain when somebody comes with a problem or with a feeling or whatnot that Uh, on an energetic level to explain what the situation actually is and why it's a gift, right? So that's a part of energy healing. Then it's like I work with my hands, of course, you know, there's a lot of energetic value healing with the hands. So, and I do distant um, energy healing too. In, In reality, I don't even really need to see the people. It's just given to me and it's very powerful. So, but Reiki is what, it's like a, if you see like a, a whole puzzle would be all that counts for energy healing and Reiki is one piece, right? And I just happen to have that degree. But what I do is it, it evolved, right?
0: Hmm. Mindfulness is a big buzzword these days. And that's also part of your practice. What is mindfulness and how does that help people?
1: Yeah, mindfulness is a big, big thing. And I'm really excited and glad that it's a big thing because it's um it's really needed and to because the connection to really what's going on is is, is not really always there nowadays. It's, it's like, you know, people hurry and people get hung up on the drama, on on, on the negativity and whatnot. But um And and then you lose connection to what really is going on. And mindfulness is really to just be in the now, to be mindful of, let's say, uh, the bus driver or a person is angry at you and says something. You know, the mindfulness behind that would be to be mindful that they are a being too, just like I am, and that they are walking their journey just that, like I am, and that they may have a really hard day in their journey, right, just like I sometimes do too, and to be mindful that um, they are walking their journey, and it probably doesn't even have anything to do with you, Right. Or um, when you eat your food, to be mindful about eating, right? You're nourishing your body with good, clean food. And how does that food make you feel? Or to be mindful what your children when they talk to you really say because a lot of times you know there's stuff that they say but there's so much in between the lines to be mindful of the feelings that kind of ooze out of the children when they talk to understand them better so and mindfulness really in it's just really so important um Because it connects you to what really is going on and it connects you to how beautiful life actually is, right? When a feather comes down flying, you know, it happened to everyone so far, right? That a feather just kind of flew down in front of you well that's not just a feather if you're mindful about it and you watch that feather come down what energy it carries when it comes down it's light it's fluffy it moves with just what's going on when you're mindful you can actually feel that energy and then you can feel every single cell of your body with that energy and there you just produced incredible healing inside of you because you were mindful of that feather. So mindfulness is an extreme good healing tool for you and for for the whole world, really. So I'm a big fan of being mindful.
0: Happiness is a somewhat nebulous term. And like success, I think we all have to define what that means for us personally. You spent an entire year exploring that for yourself. Tell me about that.
1: That was quite a trip, I tell you that much, Kate. I'm not the same person anymore. It changed me immensely writing this book because it's like mindfully, <laughs> there it is, mindfully every day I thought about, all righty, what is the happiness of today? What's my focus today? What's on a spiritual side, right? What's, what am I guided to write today, and then to practice, of course, too. And um, it's, uh, it really showed me that, you know, no matter what is going on, no matter, and I've always been a believer in that, there was always that nagging voice in my head when something I felt like not so happy about back in time, and then nagging voice inside of my head saying, come on, Jacqueline, you can find happiness, you can change this, there has to be a way, you know, and so it's, It's This book really made it even more imprinted in me and in my beliefs that you can absolutely be happy every day. Absolutely. And you have to, the the thing is what the book is really and what my belief is really based on is that you don't have to change anything. Because when you try to change something, what's going on, something you're unhappy about, and you try to change it, you just create a lot of resistance. And, you know, that's far, far from being happy. No, it's actually, to me, happiness is about whatever is going on. Don't change anything. Actually, what you want to do is you want to practice pressure-free happiness because happiness comes in many ways, right? When you cry, that good release can be happiness. When you're angry and go clean your house with that powerful energy, that could be happiness. Or when you smile or when you receive a smile it can be happiness. So it comes in many ways. So no pressure. It just comes and just mindfully become aware of it. And then the other thing is, is to um, – in order not to change anything, would just be to accept, respect, appreciate, thank, and love what is going on right now. Because when you do that, then you have no resistance. And from that pressure-free, no resistance place, you can then say, all righty, am I going to pour myself a cup of tea and feel happiness in that? Am I going to pop in a piece of chocolate and feel happiness in that? Or am I going to focus mindfully on my breath right now and really feel that happiness? And when you, when you, it's, a, it's like an art, right? To me, happiness is like an art, something you commit to and then you practice. It's, it's daily, you know, practice and it becomes a passion because you just feel so good. And that's what I learned with writing this book. It's just, it's absolutely possible really and it changed me it changed my family you know because of it too so
0: so you you undertook this explanation you compiled it into this book called 365 days of happiness What inspired you to embark on this journey to begin with? Did you have a book in mind or did you start the exploration and like partway through say hey this would make a good book?
1: (laughs) Yeah that's exactly the second one is exactly what it was. It was just you know like we sat around with friends celebrating New Year's Eve right and you know how everybody always says well in next year you know 2017 that's what I'm gonna do. So we were sitting around and usually we we don't really do that. We don't really say we take kind of day by day. It's just to me it's better doable and whatnot. But then I sat and I said, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do in two thousand seventeen. You know, I'm just gonna devote every day to my happiness it has to be possible come on and then my friend looked at me and she said well of course it's possible for you you know it's like you're like mrs happiness i said no 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 i'm talking about even more like even more committed And then that's kind of what I did. I started writing and putting out some blogs and people um, said, wow, that's like my light of the day. That's my light of the day. I'm like, ha really? And it changed me. It made me happy. It, you know, changed other people's lives. And I said, that's it. I'm going to make a book out of it. And then, you know, end of the year came. And then I thought like, Oh, wow, I said, I'm gonna make a book. I, said, well, I better do that. <laughs> so that. Yeah, well, I can't just say it and not do it. Right. So anyway, and I thought, well, I'm just gonna do it. So be it. And you know, it's I had no idea what it takes to write a book. I've never written a book. I never even had that on my mind. But it's been an amazing journey. And there's a lot of editorial stuff that goes into after rounds and rounds of editorial stuff. And that was on the harder side. But then again, I said, no, listen, that's on the happy side. It's all good. And I, I had a. I found a good team I found a great designer I found an amazing editorial um, person and uh, so and my husband uh, helped a little bit with the editorial and my daughter did so it was amazing and I found a great photographer and yeah and then boom the book is done it's like and I just I didn't even know what to say I felt like really this just happened it was almost surreal right so no it makes I'm in love with it I mean it's just what a process it was great
0: the subtitle is because happiness is a piece of cake and (laughs) there's a beautiful cupcake on the cover I think the cupcake will instantly draw people's attention I have to say it brought a smile to my face before I even opened the book How, (laughs) how did you land on this cupcake image
1: well, that's how I do that's how I do my daily business, Kate. I basically just put it out in the universe and say, All right, everybody, guides and helpers and universe and I need a book cover. And that's how I found it. Tori A, that's how I found everything. And then I just kinda say, Okay. So I just sat on a computer and it popped up. I, it was like the third um, it was like the third, uh, book cover I found. I'm like, I love this. Oh, that's cool. And it immediately was clear, you know, it's like because happiness is a piece of cake and mm-hmm. so and it was more like on the pinker side so this, I contacted the amazing designer lady that does book covers for living in Germany she's a absolutely fantastic young lady and I asked her if she would be willing to work with me on the colors because I'm more like a red wine lady So <laughs> you know and I thought I'd like a red wine color wouldn't that fit right and that's how it then after a couple times back and forth with color schemes. And it's just amazing. Yeah, I I love it. It makes me happy. And it's not even because I wrote it. It just makes me happy just looking at it and holding it. Because I feel like it just oozes from happiness just the cover itself, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. I agree.
1: I love it. How do you recommend people use this book?
0: Should they start at day one and go day by day? Or as I sometimes do with books like this, just open it to a random page that usually gives me exactly what I need for that day.
1: Yeah in reality i mean sure in the introduction <laughs> i had that idea that it, the book is right next to your bed and right when you wake up before you open your eyes kind of like you grab the book while still closed eyes next to you, and you just take the book and you know go to your next day so it's your first thought for the day right so it kind of sets the tone for your day your energetic being is just going to be shifted already And uh, that's one way of doing it, but I've heard people use it like you just said, they just pop it open because ultimately you will always get exactly what you need you will and um, I do that sometimes during the day too I do the morning and then sometimes during the day and uh, I have people they uh, take it to work right when they have a little bit of low or whatnot instead of getting a coffee or pick me up they just take my book and they open it up and so it has like the same effect on them I have people they read it at night which makes uh, for a really really nice uh, sleeped, of course too so however however it fits right you know i would suggest actually that when you get the book you just ask the book say how would you like me to use you and you will so get an answer and then just go with your feeling that's it
0: can you give us a couple of tips from the book something people can use right now before they even get the book in their hands
1: like you mean what's written inside of the book
0: yeah like some different ways to sort of um Increase your happiness.
1: Sure. I mean, would you like me to just open the book wherever it opens and then look from that passage and give you those ideas? Would that work for you?
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: All right. So, well, I for instance, day 77, it's think of all the street and traffic signs, right, so I'm not going to read it, I'm just going to explain it, so the traffic signs, when you think on a street, right, there's all these traffic signs, they tell you what to do, what not to do, so you don't get in trouble, so you don't like cross anybody's lines, they tell you where to go and where not to go, right, and if you think about it, that makes for a really organized normally, kind of organized way of driving, right, and you can copy that um, behavior of of signs into your life because if you are in a situation for instance where you feel that people are kind of running you over or they're not really listening to your rules they're crossing your boundaries yeah you probably don't have your traffic signs up right so Mm -hmm. be really clear about that be really clear and be loud about your signs where are your lines where are your boundaries and whatnot right and uh, enforce them (laughs) you know if you want (laughs) to enforce them with what could happen if you don't right that's fine too but you can copy what street signs do on the street into your life right especially when you feel like you kind of run over for instance would you like another one
0: yeah sure one more
1: all right, another one would be colors day hundred and fifty three for instance colors are a great tool are a great tool to shift yourself to wellness so to enhance your wellness you would do like choose clothing in the morning that 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 the color really makes you feel special for that day and you know today it could be green tomorrow it could be red when you look at the in a mirror when you put those colorful clothing on look how you feel if it doesn't really feel so good change the color for instance because colors are energy too right Choosing foods, for instance, right? When you eat, you know, ask yourself what colored food would feel good to me right now, right? And if it's, you know, if it's red, think of strawberries or tomatoes or whatnot, right? And it's just your body is telling you what kind of energy your body is needing because the colors are energy. And then um, another one will be having your color present and ready on your phone or in a picture. So in the morning you wake up, for instance, and you say, what color would give me the feeling of feeling good, high for life, right? And if it's red that pops up in your mind, maybe um, find a red color, a piece of fabric having, for instance, if you're in your pocket that you can't look at during your day, or you could um, put uh, the color red on, on your phone somewhere. So you can constantly look at that because that is exactly the energy uh, you are in need of for that day. And those are just kind of like a couple um, days of of ideas, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great tips. And uh, it gives us an idea of what we're going to find in the book.
1: Yeah, and I mean, for a, for like for a quick three tips for happiness to just kind of lay, for me, it's like lay the groundwork would really be like I mentioned before, to practice pressure-free happiness, to just realize happiness, lose all expectations. Happiness comes in many, many different ways. Crying can be happiness, angry can be happiness, as long as it feels good, right? Or getting a smile or whatever feels good, that's happiness. And the second tip would be to really accept respect appreciate thank and love what's going on in your life with that you become resistance free right if you have a headache Just really accept, you know, respect, appreciate, think, and love that headache. I know it sounds funny, but when you do that, you give the headache a chance that without resistance it can then leave again, right? Because your body's really talking to you. And the third tip would be to create a happy, healthy, happiness environment in all of your components. That would be your body with eating good food, sleeping, drinking water, exercising, your mind with really becoming aware of all the thoughts that are not aiding you, and to shift them to something that does aid you, right Just to kind of think a little bit about about your mind, like what 's going on there, and your soul would be to nourish your heart, anything that makes you feel like, "Oh, I love it, like good music or touching a baby or holding a baby or a furry animal, whatever touches your heart. the more you do that, the, the more you, you feel, the better you feel in your soul right. And then consciousness in your now to really become aware that right now, even if everything around you is kind of like not the way you want it to be or just not right for you at that moment, to realize that in your now there's always something, something that you can feel good about. And if there is nothing you can find, like really nothing, then have a cup of tea, create something, right? Right. You focus on your night's nice breath, which is your life, and really just in your now, create that good feeling. That lays the ground for then being happy and then practice the book every day. It really will change your life.
0: You are known also as the Freaky Healer. Why yeah. is that?
1: Well, that name came to me um, probably about... I don't remember anymore like eight years ago and I just I didn't want to do um business being out there with my website as my name and that was when I still was hiding behind everything you know so um so I came up with Freaky Healer, and I just love it because the way I help people sometimes could come look a little bit freaky in that way. That sometimes I really tell people silly things what they should do, right? And um, and and so Freaky Healer, I just love the name. I knew nobody will ever forget that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it's funny because then at one point I thought, you know what, if somebody reads Freaky Healer and then they say like, oh gosh, what a name, then they're probably not going to be my my tribe, right? So it's really funny how that name actually started aiding me and then I'm just known everywhere as Freaky Healer. So that's kind of just how it, and we're just having a good time with that name too. I find it really funny. It always makes me smile and laugh, so
0: we're almost out of time so I have to ask you what is one book or resource besides your own that changed your life that you would recommend to people
1: basically anything that you can get your hands on that's from Esther Hicks Abraham Hicks anything from her any book any YouTube video any information or any workshop from her is like you are gonna get so much help out of that like it's it helped me in the past so much, and I just love that lady. She's just really down to earth, and she's the real deal. I love her.
0: If people want to find find out more about you and your work, how can they do that?
1: I am. My website is <laughs> www.freakyhealer.com. There we go. And I'm, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on social media, everywhere as Freaky Healer, and uh, my book is uh, on my website. You can get it from there. It's a signed copy with a little knickknack gift in it. And uh, Amazon has it worldwide. So wherever books are sold, you can find my book, 365 Days of Happiness. Absolutely.
0: Jacqueline, how do you define success for yourself personally?
1: You know... To me, being happy every single day, that is success. And I make that my goal. Like in the morning, I don't even really look like, what. what is my goal to get done? Actually, I focus my goal. I set my goal that I feel good. I feel good. And when I do that, everything just kind of comes the way it's supposed to come anyway. And I can deal with anything. So. What, what, the, what I wanted to also say, I have a freebie, a gift for your listeners. Is that okay? Absolutely. To that? Excellent. So on my website, on the posts, um, you can subscribe and then get a very speedy email with uh, three golden tips to happiness. And um, it talks a lot about those three tips that I gave. And it's all written down for you. So you have it as a study guide for you. Awesome. Thank you. what's
0: what's next for Jacqueline Pertle?
1: well right now I'm all about the book I'm all about the book I really want to get this book far and beyond and and really run with it and who knows I already had another idea for another book it's really fun so that may be and another idea um would be maybe cards calendars that go with 365 days of happiness And uh, then I I do sessions and uh, monthly packages to help people. So wherever it takes my heart, wherever my happiness is, that's kind of what is next.
0: The book is called 365 Days to Happiness because happiness is a piece of cake. You can find (laughs) it on Amazon. Jacqueline Pertle, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and happiness with us today.
1: Thank you, Kate, for having me. You're wonderful. You know that? You make this easy. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Kate Fessler. How do you feel when you think about devoting an entire year to your own happiness? To finding something each day, to focusing on you and what makes your heart sing? It's an extraordinary idea. And as you've just heard, Jacqueline is an extraordinary woman. Will you give yourself permission to devote some time each day to your own happiness? You too are extraordinary in your own way and your happiness matters for 365 days and beyond. If you have something to add to the conversation, please leave a comment on my Facebook page, First Class Life Solutions. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. Follow the show to be reminded of future episodes and please tell your friends. What's your story? If you'd like to share it on this podcast to inspire others, please click on the link at the bottom of the show page and fill out the survey. If it seems like a good fit, I'll be in touch. I'll leave you with a quote from Jacqueline's book, Day 182, page 186. Living your life and serving the world while your tanks are low runs you even lower, which is not healthy nor a good way to live. Living your life and serving the world while your tanks are filled feels great and makes life a joy to live. And if you happen to have an overflow of your energies, you can serve the world with what you have too much of, which is even better. Refill those tanks and let them overflow that is happiness. I hope you'll join me next week. Until then, cheers to your authentic first class life. I'm Kate Fessler. Thanks for listening to Change, Redefining Success. Is the EWN Podcast Network. I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of eWomen Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN podcast hosts at EWNPodcastNetwork.com.